And I turned around, I was like, who is this guy? And it was Michael. <laughs> and uh, I'm just speaking very candidly. And then uh, and then she happened to be sitting right there. And then our two groups kind of collided and started chatting. And that was, uh, it was really uh, a really great moment. You know, and that's what I actually found there is it's people who are doing stuff. You know, they're actually, it's not just talkers. You know, they're actually doing stuff. And End of the day, it's really like, oh, we're all here together. We're meeting great people. And that I think that's really, when I hear that, that's the, really the most exciting part. The moments I think were, were the people. Hello, hello, hello. I am so excited today because we have a special edition. We call that Web Summit edition. But let me just read a little bit about this before we get down. Web Summit is an annual technology conference held in Lisbon, Portugal, founded in 2009 by Patty Crossgrove, David Kelly, and Dare Hickey. Web Summit was originally held in Dublin, Ireland, until 2016 when it moved permanently to Lisbon. The conference's topics center on emerging technologies and venture capitalism. Web Summit's partners range from Fortune 500 companies to startups, with attendees representing all levels and sectors of the global high technology industry. I was personally very lucky to attend this year's Web Summit just a few weeks ago. It was my first major event since the pandemic, but I felt the risk was low due to the high level of vaccinations in Portugal and the strict health protocols Web Summit had promised would be in place. I am so glad I, met, I went, as I met so many amazing people, some of whom you're about to hear from. Since my return to Canada, I've had so many people ask questions about the event. I figured we should host a special Web Summit edition of the Afternoon Tea Podcast. And it's a special edition just because of my special five special guests I have today, who I, who I must thank for joining me. So I have, by first names, alphabetical order, Anastasia Pash, Bruce Reynolds, Casey Lau, Damara Sampini, and Michael Souza. Everyone, thank you so much for joining me today. Woo, there we go, there we go. And this is this is new to me because normally I interview one person. This is a group of great people today. So you know what, I'm just gonna start. I'm just gonna start here with everyone. Uh, I'll start, you know, would you please introduce yourself? And I'm gonna start with my notes here. Casey, could you please start by introducing yourself to our, to our friends and family here on the afternoon tea? Thanks, Chris. Thanks for having me. Hey everybody, I'm Casey Lau. I'm the co-host of Rise, which is one of the Web Summit's conferences, the one based in Asia. Um, and I was at Web Summit as well. We uh, we haven't uh, we haven't done the live show since 2019 Web Summit in Lisbon. So we've missed uh, Collision twice, Rise twice, and one Web Summit. So this was our first one. So I was very excited to have um, Chris and a lot of new people come out from Vancouver to come check it out. But I'm um, I'm happy to be here. So thanks very much, Chris. Thank you so much, Casey. Um, Demeros. Oh, hi, everybody. Yeah, my name is Tamara Zampini, and I am a Latin American-born Canadian, uh, very much Canadian at heart. I'm an Albertan, actually out of Calgary, uh, with a lot of actual family also in, in Vancouver and BC. Uh, but I am living in Portugal, so I just had to drive a couple hours to be in Lisbon for the Web Summit. And super pumped to be here. Uh, I work with a company called The Strategy. And we work with scale ups uh, to grow, uh, build them strategies to grow worldwide. And uh, I'm also a very proud uh, member of a new uh, women led and managed fund, ESG fund uh, out of Canada as well, out of British Columbia. So that's a little bit about me. And I can't wait to dive into today's combo. Thank you, Tamaris. And can I also say in the introduction, Tamaris was also the person who was able to translate, though I guess Michael did too, translate some of those songs at dinner which were, what, what's the music called again? Father. 
Favo music, man, that was Favo fun. Music. That was fun. Yes. <laughs> well, you know what, Bruce? Why don't I get you next? Bruce Reynolds, please. Thank you. Hi, everybody. My name's Bruce Reynolds, and it's a pleasure to be here. Chris, it was brilliant to meet you at the Web Summit. It was my first time there. I'm in the marketing and media space, and what I'm doing right now is I created International Black Heritage and History Month, which launched in June this year. And it's basically an evolution from just Black History Month, because International Black Heritage and History Month, which is what I created, it encompasses all the Afro diaspora from international level, you know, and I think that's one way for us to really move forward in terms of true diversity and inclusion. So that's what I've embarked on. It's definitely a tall project, but it's about the marathon, not the sprint. Wonderful. Hey, and and you're, you're, you're in the States and in Britain. Am I right about that? Yeah, exactly, exactly. So I'm British. Yes, I'm in America right now. And also I spent a lot of time in America and I've also spent some time in Asia as well as, as I did my MBA out at Honolulu, Hawaii, which is very close to Asia. So I spent some time in Japan, Indonesia, Australia, Singapore, and all the rest of it. And we're going to get you to come to Canada soon, if not for if not for collision in Toronto and Vancouver to visit me. I got to say that for sure. Um, Absolutely. And, wonderful. Thank you so much. And Anastasia, please. Hi, everyone. I'm Anastasia. I'm the founder of Globetrotter VR. I am Russian uh, by birth, but I grew up in beautiful Cyprus, which is where I'm dialing in from now. And I've spent my life, you know, moving around, traveling loads, and I love to travel. Um, and I started creating virtual experiences for the travel industry back in 2016. And in 2019, I had this idea, why don't we use this technology to make travel more accessible and to make it more sustainable and to create a way for people to experience destinations from their couch. Um, and that's what we're doing now. So this was our first time at Web Summit and my personal first time. And I had a really amazing time because I thought it was just such a great event in the quality of the people that are brought together, the quality of information that you uh, could learn. And yeah, it was just a lot of fun. I'm super pleased to have met you and thanks for having me on here. Oh, well, thank you. It was honestly, it was so much fun, you know, just hanging out and doing things, doing things together and learning more about the great stuff you're doing with Globetrotter VR. Um, and last, but definitely not least, Michael P. Souza. Can you please introduce yourself? Hi, my name is uh, Michael Souza. I am a co-founder and uh, a general entrepreneur based out of Toronto. Um, I'm currently working at a company called Single Key um, in the fintech, insurtech, prop tech space. Um, I, uh, I actually, uh, the way I got to Web Summit was somewhat happenstance, uh, it was kind of put together last minute. So it was, it was kind of like a interesting opportunity that popped up. I'm really glad I did met a lot of wonderful people. And there was, uh, there was like a lot of interesting things that happened. That I'm, I'm definitely excited to get into. For sure. In fact, I remember, I think I gave you one of my tickets, which was, I think the wonderful thing because we got a wonderful yeah. friendship out of that. Yeah, that is a really good investment. If if uh, if it wasn't for your ticket, I would not have I would not have gone. Uh, it was that and and the fact that I had family in Lisbon, so it was like, oh, you know, this works out. Let's do it. it <laughs> so it I was really glad I did because uh, yeah. I met a lot of wonderful people, all, all people on this panel. Well, you met all of us, right? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. You there met you, all of these wonderful go. people right here. <laughs> well, you know, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. You know, since we since we have Michael, you know, 
leaving us off there. We're going to, we're going to start with Michael again. We're going to go back that way. Cause I'm really keen to know what, I mean, why did you go to web summit? What was the goal? And were you, were you successful in that goal? So um, my family has an apartment in Lisbon. So web summit has been talked about a couple of times. Uh, I remember with, um, with another friend, I had talked about going to web summit and, and the timing never worked out. Uh, originally I was thinking about going to web summit in 20. 18 with a VR company that I had just started advising and invested in and the timing just didn't line up. So I said, Oh, I'll go, I'll go next time. And then next time was, uh, was canceled because of uh, COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and then this time uh, it kind of just happened organically. Um, our mutual friend, Kaylin was going and, uh, and uh, she said, Hey, I can get you a ticket. Would you like to come? I'm like, you know what? Sure. There's, I, I gotta, I gotta swing by the place and open it up because it's been closed for three years. So like, that was its own adventure. Um, and, uh, and then I figured, you know what, we're actually in the middle of a raise for single key. So maybe I'll take the opportunity uh, to pitch a bit. Um, and, uh, and so it, it was really interesting from that perspective. I actually also found that, um, so I wasn't really prepared to go in and pitch uh, because like I didn't have the right pass for that and whatnot. And there was, there's stuff that, uh, that WebSum does really well if you have the right pass and they, they line up opportunities for you. So as a general attendee, that's not available to you. So uh, I quickly redefined what my goal was going to be. So it, it was like, hey, let, let me just pop in and see if I can pitch some people. And then I realized like, you know what? That's not the best use of the event for me, given the way that I'm coming in. And then I just decided to, to make it more about uh, finding new ideas, uh, meeting people, looking for potential partnerships. Um, and that became more of what I, I figured I would get out of the conference rather than, uh, than investing. But it was really interesting because because seeing how the different passes help, I, I realized, you know what, this is something that should not be done last minute. It should be planned in advance. And, uh, and now I'm actually having discussions uh, with some of the different companies that I advise uh, on, hey, you should think about these conferences a little earlier and mm-hmm. think about the right pass that will help you achieve the goals you want to achieve. I think, I think that's, I think that's wonderful, wonderful, wonderful thoughts on it. And I, and I totally agree. Um, you know, I mean, one of the challenges of these type of events, um, you know, mostly because I've been to, I've been to, a, I mean, this is my first web summit, but this, I've been to multiple other uh, large events is the first one's almost like a big wow. And then after you're like, okay, I get the game now, like by day three, you get the game. But you know, if you knew before, then you could have really leveraged, um, you know, everything, everything well there. So I, I think that's some really, really good information. Well, a- a- Anastasia, same, same for you. Why did you attend? And was the goal met? Uh, it's a very good question. I like what you said about getting the game on day three. I think, mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys felt this, but on day one, we were all kind of walking around there being completely overwhelmed by the amount of people and the amount of stuff happening at the same time. And you're just like, uh, what? Like, I'm used to staying in my room all day long and working on my computer. Well, what's happening? Um, <laughs> for us, the well, we were um, lucky to um, be accepted into the alpha track which meant that we had a stand for one day because uh, they rotate the startups every day. Um, but the main idea for um, us going was to get exposure uh, to meet investors and to also potentially meet uh, leads for big B2B projects. So we have a side of Globetrotter where we are selling these virtual experiences online to clients. Um, so, you know, you, um, or any of your friends can go on our website and check out different destinations um, directly. Or um, on the other side, we're also working with businesses. So we're helping companies figure out how do we integrate this technology into your customer's marketing experience. And so when we had the stand, 
um, this that was amazing, but at the same time overwhelming because of the volume of people coming through. Um, but the people that did come through and looked at the product were super interested, and we also did a lot of groundwork before uh, to find out who's attending, to line up meetings, inviting people to come to our stand, and there was a lot of um, kind of repetitive messaging, trying to reach people from different, you know, avenues through the app, finding them on LinkedIn, tweeting. So the people that we really wanted to meet, um, we kind of hounded them down until they read the message. And they're like, oh, yeah, cool. Great. Yeah, I'll come over. Um, and so we met some great people that way, made a few really interesting contacts. And yeah, I'm excited to see where it's going to take us. Wonderful, wonderful. No, no, quick question for you then. You had the stand on the second day, if I remember, right? You have the alpha. Yes, yes. What day is, yes. if, now that you know, what day is the best one to have it? First, second, third? Like, where would you have rather been? So, you know, maybe people can start asking. I think we got lucky for the second day. Actually, mm -hmm. I don't think you have the choice of which day you're going to be at. Uh, but we got lucky because, as I said, the first day, everyone's FOMOing and running around trying to get their bearings. And mm -hmm. on the third day, everyone's kind of like, Ugh, I'm done. I'm exhausted. I just want to like have beers with the people that I met over the last couple of days, um, or maybe watch some talks. Yeah, no. so I think we got lucky. Good. Lucky, lucky is good. I mean, these conferences are all about kismet and lucky anyhow, right? Um, well, speaking of kismet and lucky, I mean, I was lucky to meet Bruce here. Um, Bruce, what, what was your goal? What, 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 you know, why, why did you go and what was the goal? And did you meet? Yeah, him? you know, so I've heard about the Web Summit for a number of years and the stars just hadn't aligned for me to attend, you know, in terms of just timetable, schedule. Obviously, it's based in Lisbon, um, Portugal. So it means if you're in the States, that's a trip across the Atlantic. Um, so it'd been on my radar, just hadn't had the chance to go because stars did not align, but they did align this year. And also, I was um, also given a ticket, which is very, very kind. Actually, I was given two. It was really, it was really kind of weird how it both kind of happened. Um, so you had no choice. You had to be there. <laughs> Exactly. exactly. It's like, exactly. Yeah, the stars are really just not only aligning, colliding everything, right? It's like, you know, fireworks are going off. So it was a case of, okay, if I've been given two tickets, I think this is the time for me to go. So, um, so jumped on a plane, went over, and the objective really was just to check it out. You know, um, I had spoken at a conference called Sustainable Brands just earlier um, in October which was in San Diego. And <clears throat> earlier on in the year, actually, there was talk of me possibly speaking at, um, at the Web Summit, but I don't really like to speak at places where I don't have a frame of reference. Mm -hmm. So it was a case of, you know, going this year, checking it out, finding out the vibe. Obviously it's a tech conference. I am into tech as well, um, NFTs and all of that, cryptocurrency. So let's get a lay of the land, get a good frame of reference, and then just know how I want to really, you know, attend next year you know to mike's point about um what pass you want to get and also what you want to get out of it you know so this year was really about doing a recce i would say it was doing a recce this year very good yeah no, i i totally understand i totally understand this seems to be a common theme which i think is really good for us to help the next uh you know the next day i conference and the next uh, level of attendees now damaris i actually met you on a panel maybe two weeks or a week before um, where we were doing an event for Founders Institute and you were doing it so nicely because it was 7 p.m. for me, which means in Portugal, I think it was 4 a.m. for you? Two in the morning. Two, two in the morning, okay, <laughs> which, which, which really yes. impressed me. But I'm so glad to have met you after um, in Portugal. Yeah, um, but right. tell me, I mean, nice to have Portuguese Canadians there, but tell me, what yeah. was your goal of attending the Web Summit? And you know, did, was the goals met? 
yeah, so I had attended virtually before once and, uh, you know, like Bruce said, I had heard about it. I had been invited before and the, the stars just hadn't aligned. So I said, I have to be there this year. Uh, now, my particular goals uh, changed slightly uh, going into it because I have just earlier this year been invited to be a part of this fund, which I, you know, we're super pumped about and we're just getting going. I am passionate about innovation and the human ingenuity. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, I always say my tagline for about six years has been innovate or die. So I believave that uh, for every problem we have in our humanity, we basically have at least one way, if not two or more to answer those, those problems. And so I'm always keen to see what's going on. I always really also really wanted to connect with a local ecosystem because I've been here for almost three years, but because of COVID, I haven't really uh, got deep into our ecosystem. So I kind of had a couple of different goals that I had set uh, for my being there. Um, I also have a couple of clients that were on my mind as I was exploring the, the summit. Uh, so I had a lot of conversations. It was overwhelming. I mean, Anastasia's right when, you know, after the whole confinement and 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 now, it, I mean, it was a, almost 110,000 people that attended. So, I mean, first of all, I was so happy because I'm like, I'm gonna hug everybody, I'm a hugger. But, um, <laughs> so I was happy just to see people, but then, you know, then it was like, okay, we gotta get serious on this, let's drill down. And so I had some excellent conversations. I would say that I probably did succeed in meeting some very interesting companies that will potentially fit into our portfolio for our fund into the new year. Um, but also just really great like-minded mindsets, including some folks here, you know, in, in, in this panel that we had some conversations that were very um, instigated, you know, a lot of potential, okay, how, what, what can we do, right? Because I'm always, uh, how, how do we grow bigger, better together on, on the long, long run? It may not be immediately, but how do I, you know, maybe down the road talk with Bruce and how do maybe I help Anastasia or Michael uh, in, in their pursuits or vice versa, right? So uh, it was very much uh, around the relationship building part. I think that was really important for me to, to have these meetings because ultimately we do business with humans right and mm -hmm. so it was it was that the human aspect was very satisfying uh for, for my part so it was a reawakening in that front i gotta say like you know the, the the first and thank you for sharing but the first night when we all when there's a bunch of us went out for the uh for the halloween whatever it was i talked to one guy and I, that we we're in um what was that pub called um uh, timeout Time out, time out, which amazing place. But I got spat in my face five times by one person. And you could tell, but just when they were talking, because you were so excited. And it was, it was like in my mind, I'm like, I think COVID's officially done because I have just been spat five times in my face and I'm comfortable. <laughs> like I am comfortable. Human nature is coming over. Well, <laughs> well, I I I I'm I'm I, I have a slightly different question. Now I gotta say the best thing that's ever come out of COVID, okay. I'm gonna I'll just put it there, is that we got Casey Lau to come back to Vancouver. And and since he's been back, I'm I'm really happy to say, you know, we've become friends. Uh, because I, I think amazing guy thinks in ways totally different from everyone else. But but Casey, you know, you've been with Web Summit for a couple of years now. Instead of saying what your goal was, because we know what you were, I mean, you were introducing the biggest people. That was the thing that blew me away. As I seen Casey, and I'm like, oh my gosh, that is like, you know, 
well, just Amy Poehler, like the huge people. And it's Casey like, oh yeah, this is a common day thing for me. Well, Casey, can you just tell me how you got involved with Web Summit? Uh, yeah, well, you know, um, I'm, in, I'm usually based in Hong Kong. Um, I've been there for quite a, quite a while now. And uh, I've, I'm a man, I guess I started a lot of the ecosystem stuff out there over the last 10 years. And I ran my own conferences and my own stuff out there and just kind of building ecosystem and then kind of building around Asia, um, you know, through Japan, China, Southeast Asia, things like that. And so when uh, Web Summit decided to come to Asia and host a conference there, they picked Hong Kong. And that's when I met Patty um, and we started talking about what was going on. And I guess we hit it off. Uh, we had the same, the same kind of mindset on the whole thing. And so he asked me to be the co-host of the Rise Conference. So that's how I kind of got involved in it. And then, uh, we, you know, because of that, I'm usually coming to Web Summit and Collision to promote uh, Rise, get people to come over to Asia and check out what's up. Because as you can probably notice, there's not a lot of Asia content at Web Summit um, mm -hmm. because we want you to come to Asia to, to Rise to see, to see that, right? And vice versa. If you want to see what's happening in Europe or what's happening in North America, you'd go to those other conferences. And that's how we plan those kind of things. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's basically the long and short of it. Um, and, uh, you know, being back in Vancouver and meeting you and the community here, I was very excited to get um, a lot of people from the West Coast to come out to uh, Lisbon to see what it looks like. Because, you know, every year, even though I've seen it every year in, uh, in Lisbon since 2016, I'm always super impressed with how the whole team puts it together. And of course, this was going to be the first time back. You know, how are we going to manage this? Um, there weren't 100,000 people there. Um, it did feel like it. There was actually uh, 42,000 people. So that's like half of the usual number that we have. Um, it didn't feel like half the number. So um, I don't know how I don't know how people go with these kind of things because it's just. Hey. Yeah, um, that's okay. No, no, it feels like yeah. definitely feels like that. It definitely it uh, a lot of people. Um, it felt chest people, to chest. <laughs> yeah, it felt really, really close. Yeah, exactly. So that's that's why it's interesting to hear what everybody has to say about coming to the conference for the first time. You know, picking this conference specifically to go to, which has so many people already flying across the world to come and do this, um, and uh, you know, enjoying getting spit in the face. Is that what you said? Hey, <laughs> the rock and roll, man. It's it? very punk rock. That's amazing. <laughs> we're gonna use that. In, we're gonna use that in the marketing next year. You probably don't want to. <laughs> but, but, yeah. And but, you know no, what? I think, and I think now would be a good opportunity really to explain to the to the audience um, yep. kind of what the experience is like, right? Because mm -hmm. you know, right? It felt like over a hundred thousand people, but actually mm -hmm. there's forty two thousand people. So it's based um, in this. What would you call that? Was it a big like stadium? Yeah, probably. It's, it's a huge stadium, right? And, convention centers. Okay, yeah, mm -hmm. but it's like four convention centers. Mm -hmm. Then you have the central main stage, which is where the opening night was, where everybody was, where it's like a big arena situation. Then you had these different kind of conference centers, and I guess there was four of them, mm -hmm. um, yeah, the, where you have billion. different vendors, um, which Anastasia mentioned, where she had um, you know, like a stand at one of them. So you have these different vendors that are doing things. Then you have these different stages mm -hmm. where people are either giving presentations or there are some stages where people are, are um, pitching ideas. And with the stages where presentations are going on, some of those presentations could be 10 minutes or eight minutes. So it's a huge, it's a quick turnaround mm -hmm. of things that have been taken. So personally, what I found, I was literally, I felt like an Olympian there <laughs> because I literally was sprinting from one like stadium yeah. to right to the other end in like yeah. record time, trying Absolutely. to catch 
You have a yes, speaker, well, right? And, 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 you got lo- and you got long legs, and you're not wearing heels, <laughs> right? And I'm wearing heels, so I felt the same way. And uh, I mean, half of me also felt ripped off, right? I'm like, <laughs> but I want to be there, but then I also want to be here. Yeah, exactly. So, FOMO. And it's, yeah. FOMO. You totally get total FOMO the whole but, time, like the whole time. At the same time that you want to be here and be there, I keep hearing Casey's voice, like on the big screen going, where is he again? And they're really, oh my God, you know, here's, well, again, the, the, the biggest people. And actually, you know, what? I kind of want to touch on that one part again, is Canada should be actually really proud because not only, I mean, Patty Crossgrove, you know, great guy, I've chatted with him a couple of times. He's the face of the, of the group, but the face of the, you know, face of the organization, but the face of the events is, is not only Casey, but also Sunil Sharma uh, from, mm-hmm. from Toronto with Techstars. And, and it's like, I've, I mean, I've got to dig deeper. This is something I got to dig deeper into, but like, you know, wow, it's, it's, you know, we've got a real big imprint on, on the event and something we should be proud of. Well, you know, I'm just going to ask you guys as, as a group then, were any of you with, with COVID, you know, and spinning in the face, whatever, were any of you concerned about the, the, the safety or the health uh, with attending? I got Michael shaking was, his head. There no. was some, so there was, there was a, a lot of put, you could tell there was a lot of work put in the logistics. In fact, oh, I was yeah. going to say that probably why it felt like there was a hundred thousand people was because to get into the event, like every day there was a, these lineups and like multiple checks. Mm-hmm. Um, so security stuff. Yeah, so let's, exactly. let's, let's, let's a lot of security. <laughs> and there was, uh, I, I still don't understand. And maybe Casey can like, let me know, but uh, there was like the, the, the lanyard, but then there was also like the bracelet that they were like really adamant that you don't take off every day. And I did take it off every day. I'm really sorry, Casey. <laughs> I, felt, I, I felt like I was at a Mexican resort. I'm like, I got the bracelet. I went to the club. So yeah, well, that's to keep that. people like twin brothers, like myself and my twin brother, off from getting one ticket and and doing that. You know. Yeah, that, that's a that's a really good like corner case. You got to really take care of. But um, yeah, so there was there was a lot of checkpoints. Um, so I just felt that once I was inside the event that you know everybody else went through the same checkpoints that I went through so I felt pretty good about it I mean you already needed to get an antigen test to go into the country the country had a baseline high level of vaccination and then on top of that they have um, they had requirements for testing uh, even for getting in although that seemed a little more lax it seemed like we thought that we would have to get multiple tests and that was a, a little more lax they, they could take a look at the vaccination rate on your on your phone and uh, vaccination card. But, on your but phone. I think that was because as Canadians, we actually had something that's similar to Europe, whereas in the States, they yeah. don't have that. So I, we, we yeah, because we got totally. it got under the radar, the, the European radar as Canadians. I think, oh. I think that's why I probably felt that way. Oh, totally. But I, I just felt like really safe once I was in the event. I mean, I felt fairly safe in Portugal in general, but once yeah. I was in the event, I was like, oh, wow, everybody um, has had to go through this. So I, I wasn't feeling so concerned. Um, uh, yeah, but I also think that those beginning lines to get in are probably what contributed to the feeling of it being extremely full, because yeah. for a point in time, you are like waiting in line and, and there are just tons of bodies. But once you got into the event, things got more manageable. Um, to Bruce's point about uh, all these events, so you had these four pavilions and they each had different uh, stages for different uh, themes of talks. And then at the very end, uh, because it's it's all arranged in a line. The very hand you had the arena where they had the the, the main stage where uh, Casey and Snow were doing a lot of the presenting, and um, and and the challenge was before I I came, I actually took a look at every single uh, talk and event that I found interesting, and I figured you know what I'll do is I'll just like mark down the ones on my calendar that I find interesting. So I marked all those, and then I I already noticed that just off of the marking those that there was going to be overlap. I'm like, well, I'm not going to mm-hmm. see. When I got and I saw the layout. 
I realized I'm only going to see 10% of these because some of them are happening like even maybe like five minutes apart, but they're on complete opposite ends. And because it's arranged as a line, you'd have to like do like a 10 or 15 minute like dash to get from one into the other. So the New York City block, it was like a New York City block people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Completely. Like New York City block running like four blocks from one. Into yeah, the yeah. And back and forth sometimes. And then you have a meeting on one, one end and then on the other. And then because of the way that it entered was... Um, the Ubers would always drop you off at one point mm. and to get in. You'd have to walk all the way to the other end and then like, Oh, but the entrance is all on this end. And then you have to walk all. So it was almost like a really long zigzag as well, just to get in. And then at the end, you're like, Oh, and your meetings are on the complete other end. So you'd end up doing like three or four times the distance of the entire thing when, when you were like getting in for the first time of the day. So uh, yeah, just, you know, figured I'd share Comfy that. Shoes. Comfy yeah. shoes, ladies. Comfy shoes. Good advice. Good advice. I mean, I and felt also, like I was working my sugar off every day. Share with the audience as well that they have these different lounges as well, right? Where mm. again, I guess depending on the type of pass you have. But I know someone there that I ran into a former colleague of mine um, who is now an investor. So he was part. So he had like an investor pass, which I guess gave him access to the investors' lounge. And then you know, so he said, "Oh, let's meet for drinks at the investors' lounge." I was like, "All right, okay." And then there was then as I discovered that lounge, there were other lounges as well that I didn't go to, but I kind of saw you know sold them. There. So I don't know whether anyone can share some light on the different lounges. Whether collision lounge, there was the collision lounge for for all the Canadian diplomats and whatnot to drink tea. Yeah, and I, I really like that. I that was mm. uh, I was I really loved that collision lounge. For me, I I connected with a lot of people there, and mm -hmm. actually, I really was so happy because earlier we were talking about how you know, there was more folks from the West because typically anything you're, I mean, Europe really thinks of Canada as like Toronto, Montreal, and that's it. <laughs> and maybe a little bit of Vancouver, uh, but that's about it. But I actually ended up running into some folks from Alberta, from Calgary and Edmonton, and some folks from, you know, like that moved, like uh, the head of um, Innovate Edmonton, for example, who just moved from Vancouver to Edmonton. And, we took selfies because, you know, we know some mutual people and it was just fun. It was just, it was almost Completely. like, you know, coming home and, and meeting some great friends. And so it was, it's always nice to kind of have that point where you can go to and you can message somebody and say, hey, I'll be at the Collision Lounge at 3 p.m. or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. uh, I thought that was, that was quite grounding for me in a way because every, there were so many things going on. It's nice to have a place where you can kind of go back to uh, mm -hmm. You know, you got the beer gardens and stuff too, but that was crazy. That, but that, that felt like uh, our own. That felt like our own. It felt like our own. You're right. Well, the the yeah, collision lounge was the de facto Canada lounge because Canada was mm -hmm. kind of pre uh, absent. Uh, some of the countries did really good in, in, in setting up, and uh, but collision was like, oh, there's no Canada lounge, so let's go to collision, and that was yeah. like the de facto Canadian hangout. Yeah, it was it was it was it was nice to have our spot. And, and you know, and, and Damaris, what you were talking about in terms of, you know, there were so many Western Canadians uh, there. And I agree. I think we have actually Casey and the hard work he did at trying to get as many promote as many people within Western Canada. Like they I mean, Casey, did you break it up with Sunil had Eastern Canada or Canada east of Saskatchewan, I suppose. And then you had Western Canada because you did a great job at, at, at organizing and getting so many people in. Was what was what was the effort like for that? Well, we have a country manager base in Toronto. Uh, mm -hmm. called Keith Wallace, who took you on the tour um, of yeah, the, yeah. Uh, the venue that day, the first day. Um, he does a lot of work with the different governments across Canada uh, for collision in general. So that was a big push to get as many um, people from around Canada come to Web Summit. If they hadn't been to collision yet, they can see what Web Summit looks like and knowing that it will be in Canada in 2022, right? So mm -hmm. that's uh, usually how we work. 
Fantastic. Fantastic. Well, you know, I'm keen because I had, I mean, I had so many special things happen to me or, or, you know, memorable uh, parts of the event. Um, Anastasia, what, what, why don't you start? What was one memorable thing that happened to you uh, at Web Summit? Um, I can't put a finger on one specific thing. There was loads of really interesting and memorable moments. Uh, I guess one of them was uh, getting up on stage and doing the pitch nice. at the Future of Travel. And that was a very short two minute, just, you know, quick fire, no presentation, just kind of you and the audience. And it was just brilliant because, you know, you could see that entire space that we're just talking about and seeing it from stage and seeing the people and kind of their reactions and their eyes light up. Um, yeah, that was really rewarding. And then I think the other thing, uh, which was not kind of work related, it was when we were having drinks outside, I think this was the second night, and I overheard some guys talking about startup evaluations at the early stage and how it's all a bit <laughs> yes. And I turned around, I was like, who is this guy? And it was Michael. <laughs> and you know, it was Michael and Kaylin. And so we just started chatting and then you joined us. And you know, I think like an hour and a half later, we were on our way to dinner together. Best friends um, at dinner. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, um, that was really I fun. I love that. That was super cool. And then Damaris runs in all crazy because yeah. my Uber <laughs> ran away with my luggage, which was actually really right. good because I had to go and buy a pair of shoes for the next day. I'm like, I'm gonna buy some flats. So see, Smart. there's always a positive about it. That's, that is awesome. That is awesome. Well, I mean, we talked a little bit, you know, about the introduction of Michael and that. Michael, why don't you tell us next? What was the one event that really stuck out for you? Uh, the one event that really stuck out for me, um, I don't know about if it's like the top event, but I do remember being taken aback by uh, the opening night um, uh, when we were in the arena, just seeing that like everybody packed on the stage. And um, it was pretty cool also to see uh, uh, Sunil and Casey up there on stage since we had just had dinner the night before <laughs> and they were just like rocking the floor. It was just a really cool, surreal experience. Um, I actually think that uh, another moment, though, that would, would stick out is exactly the moment Anastasia brought up because mm -hmm. we were kind of done with the day. And so we, we were sitting like near the edge, just kind of like away from all the action and just kind of looking for a break and, and shooting the shit. And uh, I'm just speaking very candidly. And then uh, and then she happened to be sitting right there. And then our two groups kind of collided and started chatting. And that was uh, it was really uh, a really great moment. Um, so, yeah, that, that would, those those are two moments in my mind. That's wonderful. I mean, I really do love, again, these events, they're all about kismet. Like they're all about meeting people uh, just as much as about the event yeah. itself. And and the fact that, you know, this has touched us. And, you know, I, I will say, you know, I mean, I saw that we, we had the, the, the Instagram or whatever it was that friends for life kind of a thing. And it's like, bang on. That's why I love having you guys on here. Well, well, Bruce, I'm going to hit you, hit you up next. What's, what's one memorable uh, thing that came okay. out of the event for you? I'll, I'll share mine, but Chris, I want to hear yours because you not shared yours. So let's everybody. Make well, sure that you know what I got? That's well, I mean, there's, there's a lot, there's a lot. I mean, Halloween night was fun, the whole bit like that, but you know what mine was, was um, I was really lucky to get a VIP pass on one day and I got to hang out in the back where you get to meet the real VIPs. And I got to tell you, if you can try to get there, because it was incredible. Not only is the food good, but I'm just sitting around, you know, doing what I do. It's just talking to people. And this one gentleman comes up to me and his daughter and uh, really, really nice guy. Nice jacket. I, I remember that thinking that the first time, like going, that is a really nice jacket. He said, oh, thank you. And I talked to him for 20 minutes about his mission for um, 
um, helping give small uh, small loans to like Southeast Asia and Africa and um, South America and, and just really being a genuinely, honestly, really nice guy and talking about startups and this. And then I look him up and he's worth $18 billion. Like that's his own money that's going to it. And just thinking, wow, I can sit here and meet people like this who clearly want to make a difference in the world. And that's why they're here is, you know, they're not, I mean, if you go to his Instagram feed, I don't, I don't want to mention names or anything, but if you go to his Instagram feed, it's kind of like, oh, look, you know, my, my private plane is stuck here. What do I do? You know, like problems that no one else has. But he was such a nice person. And I think that's where you can make those connections of people that, you know, maybe it's, it's, it's not quite on the same level as you meet outside. But the fact is, everyone seems so happy and friendly to meet. And that was just one that made me go, wow. But, you know, I'll, I'll touch it back down. I mean, meeting meeting all of you guys was, was really part of it. I mean, having dinners after, I mean, the event was great, but having dinners after and like the laughing and the joke and everything and, and just enjoying Portugal. That was that was awesome for me. But I'm going to push it back to you. What about okay, you? Okay, thank you. And that was yes. great. I'm glad, I'm really glad you shared that because I, I share those um, sentiments that I'll say the best part is meeting the people, right? And, you know, I met all of you guys there. And I mean, mine was so random. I mean, Kaylee, we, so I was basically hungry. I was in, getting a burger, I was in line. I was chatting with, um, with a friend of mine, that, um, a former colleague. So we were like, let's just get some food because we are hungry. I'm about to keel over or start eating my own hand. So we're in the burger line. And then um, my friend just turns around, just smiles next to this lady who's behind us. And she's like, oh, you having a good time? We're like, yeah, 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 not too bad. And she was just super friendly. Super mm -hmm. friendly. And Michael, you could attest to this, right? Mm -hmm. And then we ended up, Kaylee, her name's Kaylee. She, she and I ended up talking for like 20 minutes, you know? And I was telling her what I was up to. She's like, oh my God, I need to connect you with this person, connect you with that person. You know, what's mm -hmm. your WhatsApp? And literally within minutes, she'd made those connections. So what was fantastic was she didn't just say it, she did it. She was like a person of action, you know? And that's what I actually found there. It's, it's people who are doing stuff you know they're actually it's not just talkers you know they're actually doing stuff mm. and they take the action immediately so met her and then obviously she now had my number then it was like what are you doing later we should you know meet later like, oh, yeah, i think i might go for drinks so i texted her later said we're going for drinks She's like i'll be there i want to bring some people too mm. and chris you was one of those and michael <laughs> you know and then we ended up hanging out for the rest of that evening and then meeting mm. up the following day as well you know and then Michael and I, then we all went, went on like a mini road trip on the Saturday after. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, we did. Right. That, was, that was a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and, it, and it's great. And I think that, you know, none of us can be an island. And for those of us who are in the entrepreneurial space, I think the Web Summit is fantastic for that because you get to meet like-minded like people, you know, that you are all on this kind of journey and mission to make a difference kind of together. And mm -hmm. I would say that's probably the biggest takeaway that I got. And um, yeah, I guess the, the speakers were amazing, but it probably the, the burger line that did it for me. <laughs> to, to the burger line. I love that. I love that. Well, you know what, Casey? I mean, you got to meet so many amazing people and be part of it. Can you share one memorable uh, experience that you had at the event? Or many, probably. Oh, well, they, listening to you guys is great. This is, uh, I'm meeting all the people down there. I think that was the, that's the main thing about these conferences, right? It's like, um, yeah, I, I, I get, I hear what Michael has to say all the time. Oh, I have to run across this whole thing. And I get really frustrated because I can't see everything. But at the end of the day, you know, it's not really the talks, is it, right? It's all about meeting the people at the end of the day. And the, the, uh, the speakers are the chrome of the whole thing, right? It makes it look Love super it. sexy. You're going to come there because you see all these famous people there. 
end of the day, it's really like, oh, we're all here together. We're meeting great people. And that I think that's really, when I hear that, that's the, really the most exciting part because it is about the connection side of it that uh, really is great. Because I mean, really, nobody's really mentioned any of the talks so far. You've all mentioned <laughs> meeting people, uh, you know, billionaires, meeting each other. And, you know, that's what really is uh, what makes it exciting. I think that's what the whole team is really um, excited about is hearing these kind of stories. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, Damaris, tell me about the dinners you had with billionaires and all the speakers then. Uh, well, <laughs> listen, I have to say, I did. I, I might have met some billionaires. I didn't ask them about their networks or famous. There was a lot of people that I interacted with. There was actually a really, a couple of really interesting young uh, gentlemen from, um, from Romania who actually just brought me a note a couple of days ago, who I'll probably have some follow-up in NFT world. I was actually, you know, I didn't see a lot on NFT. I thought I'd see way more on NFT. Uh, not that I was really looking, but it was interesting. I did enjoy some of the talks. I specifically always loved, and, and I was kind of sad because I missed a lot of the sort of the startup uh, talks, but I also wanted to go one-on-one -on -one and, and, and look at the ones. So I like how, I you know, I like the setup of, of how you could go almost shopping for the things that caught your eye and you could talk to the people. And so. I like those moments, but I did love connecting with you guys. And I have to say something. I was, so last week I was in Barcelona for uh, Smart Cities and also, you know, a great conference. <clears throat> but I missed you guys. Uh, I did meet some great people there, but you know, it was so fun because the, the first night of course, you know, was a dinner and I didn't even know who was all going to be there. Like Caitlin sent me a message. I'm like, if I guys sounds good, I'll come meet you. And I think she just felt so bad. So she, you know, anyways, I bought my luggage. And so we had a great time, but then we connected again. And then the next night I was like, oh, I'm not gonna have dinner with my friends anymore. It was oh. almost like, you know, so it was it was cool. I really loved those moments uh, that were great. I, I did also have a couple of peripheral meetings uh, around the conference um, that were that were necessary, but the conference really did bring a lot together uh, people. So the moments I think were were the people for me, really mm. in summary. And, and I thought that, uh, there's a lot of takeaways uh, for me and I'm still following up with a lot of what went on uh, that I think is gonna be very meaningful because it is really about action. It's what you take away from it um, to action going forward, right? And, and there's a lot, there's a lot of great content, I have to say. Completely, completely. One, mm -hmm. one other moment that I wanted Please. to share. Mm -hmm. I really liked um, how, well, the three of us had not met before, uh, Damaris, Chris, myself, and we kind of uh, were sitting at that table and uh, we had all been but discussing. the Serbians and the Bosnians and yeah. the Croatians. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we had all been uh, prior to that. We had all been discussing uh, how we had uh, we've been on, on three of us have been on panels for FI, and we were all talking about the same uh, the same startup and the same founder, mm. which doesn't even fit the, the VC track necessarily. That nope. um, but we all were like really interested in the business and and the founder specifically. And, and we're like, we're just talking about this kind of out of nowhere. So let's let's take a selfie together and send an email to her and and let her know that we're talking about her business and how we were impressed with her her pitch. Uh, so I kind of really like that moment. Moments like that are, are, are like, they're not like yeah, big, for sure. they're really, really sweet moments. That's yeah, awesome. It was, it was. But they just happen, right? They just happen. Well, you know, speaking of just happened, one thing that really impressed me, and I, and I didn't notice this until one of the, um, one of the announcers said, one thing about Web Summit, it's 55% female. I'm like, no, it's not. And then I look around, I'm like, it is. Oh my gosh, this is incredible. Now, one thing happened 
And I, I don't want to, you know, this doesn't include an event. It's just, I, I know what this type of thing happens. Yeah, 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 yeah. But Anastasia, first off, your tech is so cool. I mean, you've got a Harry Potter thing going for it the whole bit. But when you were talking to one investor, something happened that makes me go, is this 1975? Can, can you tell without going into too many details? Can you just share this story a little bit, please? Yeah, of course. Uh, so this was on day three um, of the event and basically the day after we had the booth. Uh, this was one of the investors who came over to the booth. He seemed really interested and I followed up with him the following morning saying, hey, you know, if you're around, let's grab a coffee. And I went into the Women in Tech Lounge, which was- Women in you know, Tech Lounge. Yes, Women in Tech Lounge. Um, which is a great space, by the way. Mm -hmm. And uh, so this guy comes over and we spend probably about an hour chatting about the business and where it's going. And then we get into sort of the discussion around the evaluation. And and then after all that, he just looks at me. He's like, listen, I don't want to be blunt, but you know, you're going to have kids soon. You, Mm, you, why are you doing this? You You don't need to be doing this. And I was just like, are you joking? <laughs> like, are, I just about died when I heard that story. <laughs> yeah. Um, Terrible. It's absolutely shocking. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think it's just a bad apple. I mean, I, I'm, I'm aware that this might be a notion that some investors might have, um, and more probably like on a subconscious level than anything. Um, but I think. Anyone who ever thinks that thought needs to just pause for a minute and realize that women are a lot more powerful than you think they are. <laughs> and ovaries, so many ovaries, ovaries have nothing to do with the business. So I would have, you know, exactly. you know I, that's, that's what I would have said. I would have been like, my ovaries have nothing to do with it. So next you, you question. don't want him on the cap table at the end of the day too, right? Like that's, exactly. that's, that's Precisely. it. God, no. Yeah. That's God, it. No. That's it. Indeed. But yeah, no, I remember I remember when you came and shared that with us and we were all so disappointed because we're like, what? Everything's positive. How could this be a thing now and then? And that was, I mean, that person was a, you know, uh, without details, I mean, that was a pretty interesting person too. I mean, it would have been great, yeah. but you know what? Yeah. If besides wasting that hour of yours, he, I wish he jumped onto that right away because then you would just go, yeah, don't want you on the cap table. I'll fire you. Don't fire me. You know, like that sort of a thing. Yeah, right? like it's yeah exactly. Easily like, why done. have that meeting in the first place if you're if that's the thing that you're going to be worried about that like I'm going to have kids. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I wonder why he would spend so much time finding out about the business and then and then bringing that up. Like, was it just like a really toxic, shitty way of trying to negotiate down the yeah, valuation? It's, it's, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I haven't thought about that yeah. way. Exactly. Look, I, I need right? to like, can we reduce it by 30% because of ovaries? <laughs> oh, yeah, God. exactly. Right? That's painful. That painful. That's oh, insane. man. But you know, when, when, so when I heard about that, I started reflecting on my own business. Like we, we I, don't, I don't try to seek investment or anything, but I couldn't imagine if someone asked me that because my wife was actually working all the time. When I founded TTT, my, my current company, I was the one taking care of the kids all the time. And that wouldn't even be something that's thought up, but I'm the one that's doing it. So why, why is that? Well, anyhow, we all, we all agree. You did, you did great by getting, you know, ready. Yeah, there we go. You know what? Cheers to you and also your mission of what you're doing, because it's, it's, it's important what you're doing. I, I, I salute it. Well, you know, I want, I want to go, because again, we're talking, we talked about the events. We talked about people. We talked about connections. Um, How about the speakers? Because I mean, I, there were some great speakers like, um, 
Oh, I can't think of the, I can't think of her name. I'm, I'm embarrassed. Um, she was dealing, um, she was a scientist that had a device that fit on your head and it deals with children that have uh, seizures. And I have a son who, who has seizures once in a while. And so it really was meaningful to me that was talking about how this person has created this device and how she wants to, um, you know, do that to heal. And I actually, right after having that, 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 that wow moment of listener, I reached out to her on LinkedIn and I sent her a message and we had a conversation about how important what she's doing is to me personally and to my family personally. And she says she'd take that back to her team and this is why they do it. And again, it's like, wow, I can't believe I'm communicating with this person, um, you know, on this level and how much, how much, I really want her to know how much of a difference that makes. But, um, you know, my, Michael, I'll start, I'll start with you here. What's one speaker that you remember or something that really stuck out for you? Oh man, um, <laughs> it was actually, it wasn't like a big talk or whatnot. It was, I think a more informal one um, at, uh, at the Collision Lounge. And uh, it was actually, you were hosting it or you're moderating it and it was with Ev. Mm. And, um, and just the discussion of the Canadian funding environment. Cause I'm like pretty aggressive on my comments about what I think about the Canadian funding oh, yeah. environment. Don't and hold so I, just, I know, I, don't hold, but I want to hear now. I'm no, just when I, when I heard some of like the Frank comments about, it, it's like pretty much like, look, you can talk to Canadian investors, but you're going to go and you're going to set your terms in the U S there's like a flat, regular flight between Toronto and San Francisco. You see all the founders on there. They come back and then three weeks later, it's closed. It's like they're shopping for terms. They set the terms in the U.S. and the Canadians are following. And that's literally what I've seen as well. And I was just Completely. like, yes, that's right. You say that. <laughs> so I did enjoy that, that talk. That's awesome. So not even, a, not even an official talk, a side talk was a big meaningful yeah. thing for you. Was I, it, I, that's wonderful. Was it, uh, I'm not, so was it, uh, I don't know if it was uh, scheduled on the app. Um, um, but- I think so. I heard about it on yeah, WhatsApp. It was. It was. It was. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I heard about it on WhatsApp. That's that's where I, I heard about it because uh, I'd met a lot of the speakers at that uh, that Halloween dinner. Yeah. Ev, Dan Berger, uh, and whatnot. Oh, cool. How about Damaris? How about you? What, what was a good speaker that you remember? Well, I was. There's a few speakers actually around uh, investment. So I I sat through that because uh, our fund is my first fund that I'm involved with. So I'm really I'm seeking to learn, you know, about all of this because I have been on the other side helping my clients that are growing to seek, you know, funding. And so, and most like 99% of them have bad experiences with VCs. And, and my goal is that, you know, when we do this, I want the opposite, right? I want mm-hmm. them to have a great experience with us. Even if we don't fund them, I still want them to have a great experience with us. So I really was keen in a lot of those conversations, but one that really topped my uh, charts, I guess, was the president and head of Shell um, mm. because he chose to be at Web Summit rather than COP26. Right. Mm -hmm. And both of these things are going on at the same time. And so there was a lot of discussion around that, around ESG um, and around social and around technology. And he chose to be in Lisbon, right, Uh, for for Web Summit. That to me was actually pretty epic. I mean, that actually kudos to Web Summit, but also it sent a message um, not against COP26, but about maybe almost the things that really matter, if I can say it like that. I mean, that sounds bad, but it's kind of true because I mean, at Web Summit, you have such cross collaboration of real things that are happening. Like 
it's not just to talk about, hey, let's talk ESG. It's more about what are we doing to get this done, right? Like even on the tracks and the investors and VCs that we're talking about, um, conscious investment and so on uh, was really important to me. So those, there was a lot of takeaways on that. And then um, uh, what's her name? Blonde comedian. I love her to pieces. She was oh, Amy Poehler. Amy, I love her. She's just so funny. I actually was telling my girlfriends, I'm like, oh my God, she's there. I'm going to hug her. Like she's going to have some stalker that's just going to go and hug her. <laughs> Anyways, I, I didn't get a chance to hug her, but uh, I almost ran to the stage. I just got there as she was leaving. I was like, no, <laughs> but she was awesome. And, and I did hear her talk. Um, mm -hmm which was because I actually had it on my phone and I was like super nerd walking with my headphones, listening to her walking to the stage to catch her and, and maybe, you know, harass her with a hug, but I didn't get to do that. Uh, so it was fantastic. I mean, those were the, the like wow moments for me. Wonderful. I do remember someone came up and offered her a waffle, which was a very bizarre thing, but I, there's good backstory around that. But um, you could tell she wasn't so sure if she should accept a waffle from someone in the crowd, but uh, <laughs> I, I, you should probably shouldn't accept waffles off the street anyhow. But you know, I, yeah. I, I thought that I thought we'll that was a do that. I'm sorry, Bruce? No, we're still going through a pandemic. But, there you go, <laughs> pancake hammock. Yeah, or no, okay. Yeah, okay yeah, I'm not going yeah. there. I'm not going there. I, ru I ruined that. I ruined that. Oh, oh there. my gosh! Well, Bruce, since, I, since I ruined that, how about you? What 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 was a memorable speaker for you? Oh my god! You know, I wish I could remember their names. It's going to be terrible. But um, the whistleblower from Facebook who was on the mm. opening night, Francis yeah, Hogan, Francis. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was really interesting. You know, because I'd seen her on TV, um, speaking about it. So to kind of see her there, you know, live and with a pulse was good um and just the courage that it would take to do something like that you know exactly. what i mean um so that was really really great um coming from the marketing media space uh, martin sorrell it was good to hear what he had to say mm -hmm. um and just his views about advertising and all the rest of it and then the co-founder of black lives matter mm -hmm. um it was great that she had some time on the main stage um speaking about um kind of the importance of diverse cultures and tech space which is key. I mean, you know, every, you know, I mean, tech, everybody's using tech, right? Um, some more than others, but it's so important that it is an inclusive space. So Completely. it was great that space was given to her um, to, to, to show on the stage about that. So I would say um, there wasn't one, but three um, speakers that I, I particularly enjoyed for sure. And then aside from that, there was many that I, you know, did a sprint for, you know, mm -hmm. across the different pavilions to get to whose names I don't remember, um, but there was a good two or three from the sprints that I did. <laughs> I'm glad you have long legs then. I'm glad you have uncomfortable <laughs> shoes. Long legs, comfortable shoes. We're doing, we're doing well there. We're doing well. Well, that, thank you for sharing. Anastasia, how about you? Oh, you're on oh, my you're muted. Sorry about that. Um, I sadly didn't get to hear many talks um, just because we've got, we had the booth on the second day and the first day was kind of trying to figure things out and see what other startups are doing and um, get the lay of the land. So I really um, just spent some time on the third day going to a few talks. And one that I promised myself that I would go to, it was the talk on Metaverse, because obviously mm. um, it's a space that you know I'm in. So I was really curious what uh, the speakers had to say. So this was Amy Peck, uh, Dan Berger and Ivan Nikitin, and mm. they were obviously addressing the recent news that we had, Facebook, you know, changing its branding to Meta and how this is currently being taken by the community of people who have been working uh, in the Metaverse and VR and AR for the last, you know, 
um, six years and doing such great stuff in it. And one thing that, you know, really stuck out to me and was kind of encouraging is that we don't, we don't need to take this moment as a way of replicating our real world in, you know, the virtual world. Like this is a, an opportunity for us to rethink the way that we do things and do them better. Um, do mm. business better and you know work together better connect better in a more meaningful way and that can only happen if it's a community effort and if it's it, it's not like a, a one kind of person organization building this metaverse and world um, so yeah that was really encouraging um, I really enjoyed that chat that's awesome. And, and of course, Dan Berger there, local Vancouver uh, star here. So uh, big, big fan of the stuff that Dan's doing. Now, slight, slight change again, Casey, because I mean, you see everything from a slight different perspective, because instead of us looking at the stage, we look at you on the stage. Um, was, first off, was there any speakers that you, you know, that you that really stuck out for you? And second, any of them that you were too nervous or super nervous about introducing? Yeah, that's a good question. Definitely. Um... First of all, it's amazing to see like, so you meet everybody backstage before they go on. So to give you just a quick secret behind the curtain, everybody who speaks is, is actually backstage and getting mic'd up about 20 minutes before they're on up to like 40 minutes. So they're actually two groups of speakers sitting backstage waiting for the other speaker to go live. So they're being prepped of how they're going to come out and they've rehearsed if they're doing a keynote or um, if they're doing any de tech demos or coming out to do that kind of thing. But, you know, almost everybody is super nice. Um, they're all happy to be there. They're all excited as well, just like us to be there almost? out of the pandemic, Did speaking you say almost? live. <laughs> What's that? You said almost everybody. Almost everybody, yeah. They're definitely, um, they're definitely uh, happy to be there speaking and in a live conference. So that, that was the great vibe I got from most everybody. Um, you know, some people were, of course, a little bit more, um, you know, trying to stay away from people in the back. We, I mean, definitely we kept a lot of people away. But of course, you know, when there's some of the, you know, celebrities show up, then there's all of a sudden a pop up of staff and volunteers that come <laughs> out to try to get selfies with people. Right. And so me and Sunil are always like that as well, trying to get out pictures of everybody as well. So that's a good. But yeah, I mean, the biggest thing for, me, for us, I think, is because we're on the center stage, we don't get to see the other talks. Mm -hmm. And the center stage talks are all on YouTube right now. So you can watch all three days, full content right now. So if you missed it, you can watch it, but we're editing the other talks right now. So the team is, you know, busy cutting them all up so that you'll be able to see Dan's talk later um, and all the other stages so that um, there's content there later. So, yeah, but that, that's, that's great to know. That's good to mm -hmm. know. Yeah. That, that's not available on the app. So you have to go to YouTube. Is that right? I think, well, yeah, it'll be on YouTube. Okay. Uh, you know, they'll release them slowly. Uh, yeah. The main thing is the main center stage talks that were streamed live as well. Right. So you could see those as you were saying, right. you watched Amy Poehler there. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, that's basically how it is. But are, am I nervous to see anybody? Yeah. You know, like the presidents, <laughs> the, the, <laughs> The high heads of states, kind of weird. They're just hanging backstage, joking around with Patty or whatever. It's just like, wow, this is, uh, I mean, they're just normal people, right? Everybody's just normal. But, uh, you know, it's just quite interesting to see. Um, some of them are also taking selfies of the celebrities. <laughs> That's also kind of funny, right? Um, if there's any of those soccer soccer um, stars that are coming out, the football stars, it's just crazy to see because I'm not a big, you know, sports fan of European uh, football, but when those, because I don't know who they are when they come on stage, but everybody's like, oh my God, these guys are on stage, they're going crazy for them. So um, it's quite interesting. Yeah. 
That's that is awesome. That is awesome. So, I mean, one of one of the things I'm getting from from everyone in the positive vibe uh, from the, from this conversation is, you know, these events are awesome. It's nice to be back. So, I've got I've got I've got one last question for you. Okay, and I'm 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 just going to go from the, the the window I have of the angles here. But will you be attending Collision in Toronto? Because I know I will. And yes or no? Who can you name a Canadian? who should be speaking at that? Who is a dream Canadian? Yes, Anastasia, I'm looking at you, trying to figure out from Cyprus, which Canadian you would like to get up there. I cheat with Bruce. I actually set Bruce up a little bit earlier with that question. I'm sorry, Bruce, I put you there. But but who, uh, as a Canadian, would you like to see on the stage at Collision? Uh, Casey, um, I'm assuming you'll be there. I'm going to be there. Oh, you want me to start first? Yeah. Yeah, you start. Um, we'll go from top to bottom. Well, okay. So, um, I'm, I'm, yeah, this is a sp spot to put uh, the non-Canadians on because they probably don't know, like, some of the That's Canadians. why I did it. <laughs> Always push, like, Ryan Reynolds and uh, Seth uh, Rogan, those kind of uh, people on stage. Um, you know, we had the Prime Minister uh, in 2019 at the last live event. So that was um, – I always like to see that, you know, because, you know, at, at Web Summit, they have the Prime Minister and the President and the Mayor – uh, show up to really give support to the event. So having the mayor of Toronto, the premier of Ontario and the prime minister of Canada show up um, to me is just, um, I mean, yeah, they're the politicians, but they're basically saying, you know, Canada is open for business. We are here to support the tech community and the international attendees coming in. So I'm hoping that uh, the three of them are there again. That's my main one. Of course, you know, Ryan Reynolds, he's, you know, from Vancouver, he's internationally famous. He was at Collision online. Mm -hmm. uh, so we do have his phone number. So hopefully we can get him <laughs> to come uh, next year. He's, he's the main guy that I, I personally, you know, as a, as a comic book fan and movie fan would love to love to see. That's awesome. So and I you know, know, I remember, I remember at Collision. Definitely that guy. Definitely, definitely. And at, at Collision, I remember when, when Prime Minister Trudeau spoke and then Seth Rogen was either right after or right before. And it's like, oh, this is going to be fun. Like, oh, that, that's the back to back already. Like, this is good. And um, oh, what's Sharid's from uh, BBTV. Uh, she's the one who interviewed uh, Prime Minister Trudeau and did a great, great job. I just remember she had a really big hat. I, I wish I had a hat like that. Um, Bruce, putting you, putting you on the spot then again, Collision in Toronto, any chances you can go? Because I'd love to see you there. And if so, or if not, um, who, as a Canadian, would you like to see speaking? Well, given my last name is Reynolds, of course, Ryan Reynolds. You, your um, cousin's cousin, right? Mm -hmm. So the good, the good to catch up. You know, maybe we'll have a cookout or something like that. <laughs> um, but um, a Canadian, well known in the states, actually, um, Michaela Pereira. She is mm -hmm. a news anchor, Canadian news anchor TV personality. Um, and she used to work at Tech TV um, back in the day. So she has a tech background. Wow. So I think someone like Michaela could get me to come to Collision. It'd be good to see her at Web Summit also, you know, um, because number one, she's, you know, she's female. So it's good to have women in tech, right? She's mm -hmm. multicultural as well, but she comes from a tech space and background, but her whole kind of broadcast query is based around like empathy. And mm. I think to infuse empathy with technology is huge given where we are in the, with the world. So I just awesome. think she could be a really different dynamic to whether it was a talk or whoever she was to interview. So um, yeah, Michaela Pereira would be- Love that, love that. Casey, take notes here. 
take notes. This is this is this is important because I wasn't aware. I wasn't aware of it. So, and that's why that's why I wanted to ask the the, the international panel um, there. Now, now I'm going to go this way and not not put Anastasia on the spot yet. Um, Damaris, <laughs> could please share. Well, um, I would take a. So, am I going? I don't know. I think it's going to be. I, I would love to go. Um, so it'll be a matter of schedule and timing. Mm-hmm. Um, I love it. I've been to it before, and I think it's you know it's equally great. Um, I have a big passion for the future of things. So like you know, I, I sit on advisory for the Global Energy Show, for example, and I always think the future of energy is kids. So I'd like to see kids. I'd like to pick. Uh, you know, maybe a handful of kids across the country that are maybe coding or that are have a, an idea on technology to come on stage because I think that, or maybe a mini competition with a handful of them or something like that because I think that uh, youth needs to be part of what we're doing and we can learn a lot from them. So that's what I would like to see. That's awesome. I hadn't, I hadn't even thought that angle. And I assume you're not talking about like arm wrestling or something like that with kids on TV. I mean, that, that'd that be fun be too. Yeah, it could be interesting. We all bet on children. Two arm kids wrestling. enter one kid. <laughs> oh, wow. It got all squid game. Okay. Uh, yeah, uh, that was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Real fast. Super. Well, Michael, share with us. I mean, you're in Toronto. It's easy for you. Oh, where is it going to be at the distillery district? Well, the, the night of, that's like a long 20 minute drive for me. I don't know. <laughs> no, I'll probably, I'll probably, I'll probably, I'll be, I'll be there. Um, yeah, I I'll be so. there. Speakers that I'm, I'm, ex- I, I would be interested in hearing from not necessarily like in the entrepreneurial ship space or, uh, or, um, or tech, uh, but would be Keanu Reeves mm. or Elliot Page. Mm. I think they would bring an interesting perspective to just because the truth is like we can we can talk about tech as if like oh yeah like who's doing interesting tech and whatnot but the truth is that um it's really like a point of view that you bring to the technology and so m- more importantly than like technology or the business that businesses that are specifically talking it's the point of views uh that kind of the businesses are built around so i think really uh um cater uh like having like an interesting set of viewpoints is actually probably the most valuable thing for mm. entrepreneurs to listen to rather than uh, other businesses that are, are, are operating right now. So I think that, yeah, I think that would be really interesting. Just Elliot Page, for example, would have yeah. a phenomenal viewpoint to share with people. Um, Completely. I think that'd be pretty interesting. Yeah. Completely. And, and you know, this, the, 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 the big changes and, and, I don't know, they life, I, I, I don't know how to say his life. Um, uh, yeah, and yeah, yeah. I, I want to say it respectfully, obviously, because yeah, the, the journey is so interesting. Because the, because not everybody may know, but uh, Elliot Page is formerly Ellen Page. Um, so that's just who I'm talking about. And they mm-hmm. are an actor um, who has transitioned recently. Um, and uh, because we talk so much about inclusivity and whatnot, it's really important to hear stories uh, from people who've actually like walked that path. Mm-hmm. Um, so that when we design experiences, um, you know, like uh, just even when you're like designing a form and whatnot, you're like, I need to figure out who they are. Enter your name. Okay. Now enter your gender, whatnot. Like mm-hmm. it's important that when you are doing that design, uh, that design process, you're thinking, oh man, I remember I heard this, this, this conversation. Uh, and, and actually, you know what, like there's a, I got, I got to rethink on how I'm doing things because I'm actually not really like 
hitting the mark for the people that I'm going after or not. So I think it's important to get really interesting. Like that's why I'm, I'm more interested in, in hearing from people like uh, Keanu Reeves and Elliot Page rather than, you know, Drake talking mm -hmm. about his latest like collab with Shabib. I think they have like a, a marijuana line or something. So tread carefully, Michael, tread carefully. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I mean, I think what, actually, what you said I that. actually have mutual friends with, uh, with, with those guys, uh, I I don't know them, but like, I, yeah, I'm not I'm not that worried. They're they're nice guys. Why anyway. Keanu Reeves? I don't know if I'm missing something. Why Keanu? That's what I was wondering. If you guys even knew that he's Canadian. Oh, he's Canadian. Canadian. Yeah, and he um he uh he's just like he's constantly <laughs> in a way where he is kind of redefined. Um, so this is a bit of, of a diatribe, but I think Keanu Reeves is, is kind of like the the face of like um like healthy masculinity. Mm. And that's something that I think is also important. That's awesome. Interesting. Okay. 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 That's awesome. Mike. See, we're here to expand your mind, Bruce. Come on, yeah. international people. Yeah. There's a lot more Canadians out there that you don't know are. But that's what that's what we're all about. Now, speaking of knowledge of Canadians, Anastasia, originally from Russia, educated in London, living in Cyprus. Did you <laughs> and I hope that you're going to be joining us at Collision. But who on the Canadian side? Would you love to hear? And you better take the mute button off because I want to hear this. Mute button's off. Um, so actually, I don't know if I'll be coming. If the stars align, mm -hmm. um, I would love to come because I had such a great experience meeting you guys. And just, I would love to get to know more people in the Canadian ecosystem and just more Canadians. You guys are so nice and so friendly. Like it's it's a thing that they say like Canadians are so nice. It's true. It's actually true. <laughs> um, but no, I would love to, I would love to be there. And in terms of, you know, talks, I think something that Damaris said earlier today about her experience in like working with VCs and getting them to understand what it's like to, you know, have a better, for founders to have a better experience raising money. I think that would be a really interesting talk. Like I would definitely make time to go to that because, um, and I think VCs would, actually maybe you know have their minds kind of opened a little bit um mm -hmm. about things that they're maybe not aware of so yes i would love to see tamaris on stage tamaris whoa the one canadian you uh, know for sure I'm, I'm i'm happy to do that actually i think that would be pretty good <laughs> because i was looking for that type of content and in, in, in what i saw so thank you i i'm happy to go there if, if that's the case i think we all need more tamaris content uh, well, that is our goal. We, you know, I, I've seen at the other side how hard people work to get the money. So we need mm. to give better experiences. So sure. Awesome. Well, you know, I just want to thank all of you. Um, you know, we got Damaris, Bruce, Anastasia, and Michael. First off, thank you for being part of it. Thank you for being friends uh, with me and making the adventure that much more. Um, I really appreciate it. And Casey, thank you to your t you for being a friend. And for your team for making such an amazing event where we got to stitch our lives together. Um, you know, I, I really salute all the work that went into such a huge event. And I really hope that the rest of you and all of us can join in Toronto um, for a collision to continue the adventure together. And, you know, in the meantime, I hope your businesses grow. And uh, just merci for, for, for taking part today. Yeah. Oh, thank you, Chris. You're awesome for bringing us back together. This is yes. a great moment. I appreciate it. I can't wait to have another dinner somewhere with everybody. And Casey, hopefully with you as well. Bruce, we had some great laughs and it's safe to have some follow-up with you. And 
so much going on. So thanks, Chris, for bringing us back together. Appreciate awesome. it. Awesome. Uh, look yep. forward to more. Thanks, Chris. Awesome. Thanks. Thank you, everyone. Chris. Awesome. Ahoy, Afternoon Tea listeners. If you got this far, I assume you like this episode, and that is awesome. Thank you. In such a case, please rate and review Afternoon Tea Podcast and subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your feeds from. Afternoon Tea is a podcast with a goal to share the stories of Canada's successful tech entrepreneurs in order to prepare the next wave of founders. We do have some great guests lined up for future episodes, but we would love to hear your thoughts too. Please do let us know who you think should be on the show. You can do so by emailing me at podcast at ttt.studio. That is P-O-D-C-A-S-T at T-T-T, that is three T's, dot studio. You will notice there is no dot com because we are that sophisticated. Furthermore, you can find us at social media at T-T-T underscore studios. I look forward to chatting with you soon.